Welcome to Healthy and Happy. I'm your host, Jamie Staker. I'm a mother of two boys. I have a lot of energy, and I love to use it by doing HIIT workouts, less Mills programs, and dancing. I'm a certified personal trainer and a certified health coach. I'm here to help you understand physical health in all of its aspects and add mental health to your awareness so you can make choices that improve your physical and mental health, giving you your most happy, healthy life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, friends. Happy New Year. It's January 2021, and we are all pumped to be out of 2020, I think. I've been hearing so many people say, I'm so done with 2020, done with COVID, done with masks and shutdowns. I think we're all just ready to move on and have some positivity in our lives. But I keep hearing all these people say, you know, I'm so done and I'm ready for 2021 and the new year. And it makes me feel like people think that magically everything's going to be better. And I don't feel like that is the case. But today I wanted to talk about the power of empowerment because my goal as a health coach is to empower people to create change in their own lives. So my thoughts are, yeah, 2021 can be better, but we have to make it better. So I wanted to talk today about the power of empowerment so we could all learn how we can make 2021 way better than 2020. So when you are empowered, you get to create any experience you want. You, you strive to be the best version of yourself and you naturally contribute to your community. So I feel like when you're empowered, your life becomes better, your community becomes better, you feel amazing. I mean, everything is really just better. So let's dive in. So we all have choices to make every day. We all make choices. We, we call it agency. We have the ability to choose. And most of us don't like to be told what to do, right? When when our agency is taken away or threatened, we start to feel a lot of negative emotions around that. Resentment, anger, frustration, etc. But empowerment is understanding and owning your agency. Now, sometimes this can be equally challenging. I'm not going to lie. It's not it's not always easy. Many of us shy away from owning our agency because that means We have to take responsibility for our actions. We have to be accountable for the choices that we make and and our entire life experience. And that's not always easy either. But today I want to talk about how. How do we embrace this power of empowerment? Now I want to teach you this concept the way I was taught with a continuum. So on one side of the continuum, let's say the left, we have a lack of awareness, which is disempowering. And on the other side, we have a lack of acceptance, which is also disempowering. They are both equally disempowering. We don't really want to be on either side where we want to be is in the middle. Okay, so I want to talk to you today about kind of how to get there. So let's talk first about this lack of awareness, maybe on the far left. So if you are this way, you are a little unconscious of yourself. Maybe you're not very good at having you know having like that self-awareness about yourself and who you are and how you are and why you are that way Uh, you probably think things outside of you create your feelings you might blame others or events for how you feel Um, example you know she made me so mad or covid and masks and shutdowns all these things made me so stressed or so anxious it was it was also stressful right so if you think anything like this, you might be kind of far left on our continuum 
with a lack of awareness. Now, let me submit to you first that, that maybe that statement is not true. My example of, you know, COVID and masks and shut down that, that was so stressful. Maybe that entire statement is not true. Can you just think that with me for a second? That statement is not true. Even if you believe it, even if you have said that in your head a thousand times, maybe that's not true. Because if it were true, everybody would have felt that exact same way. If it were true that events created our feelings, we all would have felt the same about COVID. But actually, I I have found, not that any, not that I know anybody that loved COVID, but for example, plenty of businesses really thrived during COVID, made you know, higher sales, higher revenue. They did amazing during COVID. Others saw really no change. And others, you know, even worse, you know, lots of people lost their job. Plenty of people, businesses went out of business. I mean, things were really just all over the place with COVID. So I hope you can see just from that example that events do not create our feelings. We create our feelings. So what what happened inside your brain when COVID hit and shutdowns hit and everything is that all those things happened. We had some thoughts. You had some thoughts inside your head. Those thoughts led to a negative emotion. And that is how, that's how you got to feeling how you felt. So things that happen outside of us do not control our thoughts. We do. And that, my friend, should be empowering. That should tell you, whoa, whoa, wait. I really can create my own life. I think that this is the funnest, like this is just gold. This is the gold to me that I teach in health coaching is that we really have control. It's it's not your thoughts. Yeah, thoughts might pop in your head, but you really can control them. And in my program, I do teach you how to control them. But I hope right there that that is exciting to you to think, wait, I don't, I don't have to feel anything I don't want to feel. I don't have to have any thoughts that I don't want to entertain. I'll say that because I do believe that thoughts pop into our head and we can't control maybe what pops into your head, but you can control what you entertain. What do you let sit in the stage of your mind? Okay, so back to our lack of awareness, right? Being somebody that maybe doesn't understand that our thoughts create our experience. Um, So being somebody who thinks that things outside of them create their feelings and somebody who blames events. um, this, this is disempowering. We're saying basically, I'm the victim here and there's nothing I can do about my situation, right? And again, that's why I feel like the fact that we create our thoughts, our emotions, our results, our reality, I think that is so empowering and freeing. It's challenging to implement, it is, but it really can be so freeing. Okay, so now let's go to the other side of the continuum, a lack of acceptance or shame. Now, if this is you, you might be unhappy with the reality that you've created. You might have a hard time accepting the way that you think. Or let me, let me give you an example. Th- this person might say things like, I know I shouldn't think this way. Or I know I shouldn't say that. I know I shouldn't feel this way. I just do. Or I know I'm creating this in my head, but I just don't know how to stop. Okay, so if this is you, th- these might be some thoughts that you would have. And this is also completely disempowering. Now we're not judging others or the weather or our circumstances. Now we're judging ourselves. And again, equally, equally disempowering. So 
If you find yourself thinking this way, you're on the left side of the continuum. And again, we want to land somewhere in the middle with complete awareness and complete acceptance. Now, our brains, I think this is very interesting. Our brains think that the best way to change ourselves is to judge ourselves, to beat ourselves up, to shame ourselves into changing. I I love this quote by BJ Fogg. He is the author of Tiny Habits. He says, people change best by feeling good, not by feeling bad. So in my coaching program, I teach people how to change by rewiring their brain, utilizing positive feedback loops. This is the best way to change. To create long-lasting change, you have to rewire your brain and celebrate and think positively. There's a whole system that we go through in my online program, but it's amazing. Our, my whole program is about feeling good. And that's the best way to make change. Read that book, Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg, or do my program. (laughs) But anyway, so, so now some of you might be thinking, well, sometimes I actually do, you know, I can shame myself into changing. So maybe, for example, you might be somebody who, if you didn't work out several days in a row, you can shame yourself and, you know, feel bad about it and just really bash yourself so that the next morning you get up and you go to the gym, right? And maybe that works for you a little. I think we can be driven by fear or by shame. I mean, that can work temporarily, but it's not going to stimulate long lasting change. And that is what health coaching is all about. Long lasting, true habit change. You can't punish yourself to evolve, to become a better version of yourself. You can't because people change best by feeling good. Okay. So let's go, let's go into an example of I don't know, let, let's say maybe you overate or ate too much junk food one day. Maybe you might say, oh, well, you know, I ate too much and I feel bad. And so you shame yourself and you just say, I just feel terrible. I want, I want to submit to you that maybe you don't have to feel terrible about that. Maybe you don't. Just think about it. Do I have to feel terrible about that? Because did you know that you have a choice in what you think of your overeating and therefore have control over how you feel because shaming yourself isn't helping you solve your problem, right? I mean, you're probably in a cycle of, you know, shaming yourself and then, um, restricting and then binging and then feeling bad because you broke your cycle. I mean, it's probably just a never ending circle, right? So, What I'm trying to submit to you is that if we gracefully accept that we overate or you ate too much junk food and just move on, then you can accept where you are at because you can't, I I heard it this way one time, you can't lose something you don't have. So if you can't accept where you're at, you're never going to move forward. Let me give you, let me give you the best metaphor that I've heard for this. This is from Jodi Moore. She's a health coach. She's amazing. Love her. And this is what she says. So to accept where you're at, this is the metaphor for it. Um, Let's say you ask Siri to find you the nearest target. Siri doesn't say, well, geez, you idiot. The nearest target is 50 miles away. You shouldn't choose Target. You should choose a different store. You don't deserve to go to Target. You aren't good enough to go to Target. She doesn't say any of that. She doesn't judge where you're at. She just says, okay, here's your current location and here's where you want to go. And that's how you need to think. 
about where the work we're trying to do here, about where you want to go and where you're at. Don't judge where you're at, where you're starting. Just embrace it with curiosity and kindness and even love. And the sooner you can do that, my friend, the sooner you'll get to where you want to go. Now, remember, on the right side, you don't understand that you are the creator of your thoughts and your emotions. And on the left, you shame yourself and you don't accept yourself for who you are or the reality that you've created. But we want to land in the middle. We want to find some sense of understanding that, hey, I I can entertain whatever thoughts come into my head or not. You know, I can create new thoughts for myself, and which can therefore lead to new emotions. And I can also accept that I am not perfect. I am not a perfect mom. I am not a perfect nutritionist. I'm not perfect at exercising. I'm not perfect at my job. We can accept who we are and continue, though, to strive to become the best version of ourselves. And this is a constant battle. It's not a checklist. It's not something that we can just do once and check off. It really is something that we'll have to probably do for a lifetime. I mean, I, I'm a health coach and I myself am not perfect at this, but I love to understand how my brain works so that I can make changes that improve my life and the lives of others. So let's go make 2021 the best year for ourselves. Okay, I hope you feel empowered to make some change. And I want you to make a list right now of what what are these things that you would change? What things were so terrible in 2020 that you would want to be different this year? Write some things down and make make some action items and some goals for what you can do to change them. Now, I would love to hear from you. What are these things that you want to change? And I'm happy to help. With some ideas of like, okay, well, what changes can I make? What, you know, what, what can I really do? I mean, especially these things with COVID. If we want COVID to go away, I'm afraid it's not going to go away magically. I'm afraid that people of power always are going to want power. They're always going to want the money or the, you know, what, whatever it is. And they're not just going to give that up. So I do have some ideas. I've been doing some study and some research and can definitely help you out in that area. I mean, as well, if you're wanting to make changes in your mental or physical health, I do have my online program, Healthy Body and Mind Mastery Program. Or if you're looking for just the mental health side, it's called Win in Your Mind, Win in Your Life. Now, those are kind of hard to get. I, I can send you the direct link, okay? Um, otherwise, you can go to jamiehealthandfitness.com. That's my website, and you can get to the programs through there and check out what those are all about. But Thank you for being here today and listening. I do encourage you to create some ideas of how you're going to make 2021 the best year ever. I want to hear about them. And if you need help, let me know. Take care.